Hello and welcome to Pixel Hunt Podcast. World One End Credits. What? No more games? Yes, there is, but it's coming a bit later. World Two, that bruv. This is an informal bit of a recap, really, between the three of us to just go back over all those NES games we've played. Uh, all 27. We're not going over all of them. We'll be here all day. Oh, God, yeah. For yeah. yeah. some of them, I'd just rather forget, if I'm honest. You've you've burnt out on these NES games, haven't you? Ah, fucking, I don't want to ever see a NES game. If I walk past a shop with a NES window, I want to throw a brick through it and kick fuck out of it. Oh, CEX beware. <laughs> that's, that's why I've moved away. <laughs> <laughs> so, CEX yeah. means something different in Spain. <laughs> yeah, well, it's French for CEX. What is French for CEX? I don't know. I'm in Spain. La, la, la sex. Yeah. Which is a different thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so this episode, we're just going to have a bit of an informal chat. Highs and lows of all those games. Personal favourites. Personal hatred. As is customary, before we do that, we'll just uh, have a quick round table about what we've been playing, what we've been watching, what we've been tap dancing to, and how many plates you've eaten food off, and if you've got any pets, and what your fetishes are. Okay, okay. Well, all right. Well, I'm going to dive in first, because... Do it! Because do I it. am... You haven't even introduced us. You're Sol, I'm Dan, he's Mark... That is how informal this one is. There's no introduction <laughs> in, in a nutshell. That was very succinct. Uh, Daniel, oh, yes, why don't hello. you go first? Okay, I shall. Hi. So I think I mentioned on the last podcast I had started watching Behind Her Eyes. Yes. And Mark, I think your wife has watched it. Because she we all, me on we Facebook. watched it together watched it on well. your recommendation yeah, and we thoroughly enjoyed it. I did. Have I you been to it. the opticians recently? Ooh. Because they do a test now where they can actually look behind your eyes. <laughs> yeah, they put you in a machine, don't they? And like, it's like one of them yeah, x-ray scanners about? from the airport, but for your eyes. No, it's not about that. Uh, <laughs> it's good though. We really recommend it. How to, how to, how to sum it up without spoiling it. Uh, you can't. Watch it. Can't. Yeah, just watch it. It's good. Yeah. Just watch it. Yeah. What? What's that on, bro? It was on uh, Netflix, Netflix, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And that's about all I've watched. I'm sure I've watched a film or something, but maybe I haven't. I don't know. I've started watching WandaVision. I'm enjoying that. Um, but you've already mentioned that, so I'll not waffle on. I've started playing Metroid. Since we're on the NES, and everybody knows about all the games. The NES Metroid, the, the original, original Metroid. As if you want to dive in. Fucking NES. hell, it's hard. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I, hard, and I can't I, find out where I'm supposed to be going. And I've played about three or four hours of it, and I feel like I did with Bloodborne. I've thought, fuck this, I'm not going anywhere near this ever again. I've turned it off. Uh, oh, Super Metroid, that. I've played like a good few hours of Super Metroid, and that's far better, like miles mm. better. Like the jump from Metroid to Super Metroid is ridiculous. Right. And the original Metroid can just do one. I'm not putting up with it. Well, that's interesting you should say that because I'm streaming those Zelda games on Sundays, aren't I? Mm. Every Sunday night. Catch me on Twitch. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> seven o'clock until I get tired. But Zelda 1 Wild is very much like Breath of the Wild. You can kind of go wherever you want. It's not particularly hard, but the key to that is that you've just got you just go wherever you want and you'll work it out. 
So Breath of the Wild spun back around to that. Never really played Zelda 2. I've turned it on and looked at it, and we all know it looks like Fazanadu. That too is absolutely solid. It's like Demon Souls. And if I'd not have publicly said I was going through all the Zelda games, I'd have took it out and thrown it out into the Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, it's absolutely solid. One of the uh, one of the viewers on there keeps joining me now every week because he's played it really well. And without his help, very much like your experience there with Metroid, I'd have just I'd have had no 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 chance really. I'm looking for a solution. I don't want to do that. So he's like, I can give you some hints and tips if you want as you go through. I said, Yeah, that's fine. I just don't want to. I don't want to just follow a walkthrough blindly because there's no fun in that. Mm-hmm. That's how. I can remember playing Metroid as well, and it seemed the same. You certainly get your money's worth yeah. in those old NES games. I, but I, I, I didn't. I wouldn't call it money's worth. It's just pissing me off. Yeah, I, I, I didn't play a Metroid till the ones on the GameCube, and I thought they were fucking amazing. And then Prime, I rebought yeah. them again on the Wii, and I loved them just as much again. Yeah, so I'm hoping that they'd bring them out again. <laughs> I think they are doing. I think there is talk of it. Um, I don't think anything official's been said, but there's memories of it but um, in between getting fucked off with playing Metroid putting it down wanting to stamp on it I've also started to play Hollow Knight because I wanted to play Quantum Break and it wasn't installed and Hollow Knight was so I set Quantum Break installed it and played Hollow Knight and that's kind of relaxing in a way it's not as intense as I expected it to be it's it's a lot it's a lot slower paced I think than Ori I was expecting it to be very similar to Ori but I'm finding it just a bit more sedate apart from well, when you do come up against a boss and then you've got to it's a bit more involved than Ori is at that point yeah. yeah you've got to learn the tells and the attacks and stuff and that's I'm, I'm enjoying it actually but yeah, for me, I went to that after I'd finished Ori. They were an Ori shaped hole in my life, and I was looking for loads of games to scratch the itch. And that was one of the ones I tried, and it just didn't work. I think I tried that. I tried Owl Boy. There were loads of them, and I think I end up ended up on You Have to Win the Game was the one that scratched the itch. But it's only very, 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 very short. And then I played Super Win the Game. Um, but yeah, I couldn't get into Hollow Knight. I'm enjoying it. Um, I'll let you know when I'm finished with it. But other than that, that's me. I'm done. Move on. Next. Mine links into yours nicely because, like, you're saying too hard Metroid threw it down in disgust. Soul's saying too hard Zelda 2 threw it down in disgust. Now, ever since its launch, this is exactly what I've done with Sekiro. And I've just got can't get into that. Um, it's not even that it's too hard, too hard, just fucking too annoying. You know, like it, 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 when I block, if I'm partway through an attack animation, it waits for that attack animation to end before he then blocks. So by which time I've been hit, you know, the, and it was just really fucking, every time I put it on, it really annoyed me. And um, I, I thought, well, we'd all been playing Dark Souls and Bloodborne again, as, as me and the kids always do, because they're our favourite games. And then we thought, we can't be right and everyone else is wrong. Like, if this game's getting 90 to 100% across the board, this Sekiro, you know, we're not right and all these reviewers are wrong. You know, we're doing something wrong. So we went back to it and we were wrong. It's fucking brilliant. It's just really forces you out of what you've been trained into via Bloodborne and Dark Souls into an entire new mythology of, methodology of, 
uh, combat and it's a brilliant once the penny drops but that is a horribly brutal learning curve but a really rewarding game so I'm glad we did it well it's funny you say that because I didn't like Bloodborne which I think I might have mentioned in the past a lot <laughs> um, but I found it a lot a lot like how you just described Sekiro that you enter a, an animation like an attack animation and then once you want to block or change your mind nah fucking tough you've committed to it and they're well, so slow and cumbersome it takes fucking forever isn't there? Is there, a, is no. there a part of the This is how much I've, I remember. Yeah, there is no uh, blocking. Blood, so blood, Bloodborne's all about dodging, and you can dodge at any point during your attack. So so like you can commit to an attack, and then if you look like you're going to get hit, just roll away. So so that's the 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 effectively the Bloodborne fighting in summary. You can do that in Sekiro to a certain degree, but, but because of the way that the Sekiro system works, that dodging ain't going to get you very far because it's all about main, being having a sword fight, effectively. And if you dodge out of the way, they regain their poise and their posture, which actually then resets your sword fight again because the way that you're going to win is not so much by chipping away at their health, whereas their health is there, it's chipping away at their posture by deflecting blows perfect and perfectly timing your blocks so that their posture, they lose the posture and then you'll stab them and take a load of their energy away or you'll instantly kill them oh, okay um, that's that sounded that sounds closer to fallen order like yeah, yeah. that was for me that was all about parrying i, I barely yeah. dodged at all it was yeah. always wait 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 parry, wait, parry. Attack. yeah so so yeah so it's it's like that only you've got more bat health but you've got more bars to manage because you've got uh, you've no stamina in this you've just got your own poise your own posture their poise and their posture and then they give the health to worry about um but yeah it's really good and what it does it makes me excited for elden ring now because none of the um, Soulsborne games up until this had jumping in them or um, any vertical exploration it's just all a flat playing field and that's it you know whereas this you've got grapples and you, the stealth elements and you can dive down off buildings and jump attack and all this kind of stuff so a lot of people have said it's kind of a spiritual successor to the Tenchu series is that fair? I, don't, I, I didn't particularly like the Tenchu series but then I didn't like this until I kept Plugging away at it, so yeah. my, my wife. Maybe need to crack my wife has one shoes. <laughs> on one foot. five feet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, gaming wise, I'm really, really wife glad. Yeah, I'm really glad we committed to that. I had the same issue with Bloodborne you did, by the way. I just felt, Bloodborne to me felt like rolling 10 peas into an arcade machine and getting absolutely nowhere for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. But I had that same thing where it was like, it can't get 90% everywhere if it's not shit hot. So, and I got through the pain barrier and were rewarded with my favorite game of all time. So, mm. um, Riley thinks Sekiro is the best of the Soulsborne games and then Ace who's dipped in and out of the Soulsborne games has now got bang into him because he's seen us playing him and he came he came upstairs from there they're, they live in the basement them two he came upstairs into the living room um, a couple of days ago alright Joseph Fritzl yeah it's coolest fucking basement you've ever seen so alright but yeah he came upstairs into the living room and he went I hate these Soulsborne games that what now and I went why and he went because all other games are rubbish he went, I've just been downstairs trying other games that I used to love and I hate them all. They were like, none of them are good enough anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. I said, it is really annoying. <laughs> so he were like, what, yeah. so what, what else can I play that's Soulsborne? So he's now moved sideways onto stuff like Code Vein and things like that. <clears throat> so yeah, I would highly recommend that if you can be asked with um, getting grip to grips with the mechanics of it. Well, I don't have a PlayStation 5 because um, scalpers. 
Uh, no, it's not on. The Sekiro's on everything, isn't it? So it's a multi-format game. What am I thinking of then? What's that know. PlayStation one that's that's about? Ghost of Tsushima. That I mentioned. I Ghost mentioned that Shushima. one. Yeah, that's, that's a different it, yeah. kettle of fish. That's basically um, Samurai Batman. That one. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah. one's a samurai and one's a shinobi which is a ninja so like politically they're different as well <laughs> sounds like a comedy duo doesn't it well, no, this is one thing I've learned because I played Ghost of Tsushima and then I went on to Sekiro and I thought well it's the same thing isn't it but no shinobi is a very different thing to a uh, to a uh, samurai. samurai and that's the point with Ghost of Tsushima is he's a samurai that starts using shinobi start, style ninja style attacks and starts being like outcasted by the samurais because they're like that's not how samurais do it we go in and we go oi we're here let's have a fight and he's going well maybe that's why we're all dead dickhead <laughs> <laughs> but we've got some cool armor yeah, uh, confl- yeah. conflicting um, conflicting ethos there in yes the, uh, feudal japan yeah exactly Ooh. I didn't know any of this so, so, so and then there's a Netflix documentary popped up about it so I'm like oh watch that now I'm actually quite interested to know more the algorithm it's listening <laughs> yeah. and then in terms of what I've watched I watched a fucking brilliant film called um, Promising Young Woman with Kerry Mulligan in it um, written by and directed by the same writer as Killing Eve not the book the, the TV series okay. Um and it's about, without giving too much away, Kerry Mulligan goes out to clubs on a night, pretends to be pissed out of her head, waits for some guy who's pretending to be some nice guy to take her home. And then when she's pissed and going, stop, and they carry on, she comes to and she's like, I told you, stop, and freaks these guys out. But it's the backstory on why she's doing that and uh, and a big, massive... So you've got that going on. You've got a rom-com element where she's meeting some new guy threaded into it. And then you've also got a revenge thriller going on at the side which is the reason for her going skits in the first place and it very very cleverly twists around these three genres basically like a standard dark comedy a very dark revenge thriller and a very light rom-com right to the point where it's got a little musical bit in the middle of it it navigates its way between these three things perfectly whilst at the same time committing solidly to all three of those genres you know the rom-com bits feel like a rom-com the the thriller bits feel like a thriller and the weird dark comedy bits feel like dark comedy and at no point does it feel like it's jarred you from one the to the strawberry. other it's very, it's very clever the strawberry tastes like a strawberry the banana no. tastes like a banana right snozberries taste like snozberries but if i put a strawberry into a beef stew and then added ice cream to it all of it would taste like shit and none of it would make any sense but this uh, very oh, no, cleverly good, that. <laughs> <laughs> very cleverly seems to make sense all the way through so I definitely don't, definitely recommend that strawberry don't, don't forget beef my, stew forever we're, we're, we're <laughs> Sorry, not that so you could put stew with anything you could put gravy on out. <laughs> yeah, gravy on anything so so yeah that's that's me basically Sekiro and that um, promise young woman definitely go for them cool Sullivan oh hello uh, I finished Division because that finished last week it was very good watch it different it's not what you expect from the MCU it's different it's good telly and uh, rah rah super feminism uh, particularly funnily enough big strong female message there which ended with um, International Women's Day 
just around yeah. the corner. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they timed yeah. it. Like that. That. I don't right, I'm not. But rah, rah, to I love women. This isn't um, going to spoil anything, but can you answer me this? Does it get tied up? Do I find out why the fuck Quicksilver's yeah. turned up? Yeah, yeah. Everything gets all Good. tied together, right. yeah. Every, yeah. There's no, that's confusing me so far. There's no loose ends. There's it? just a few little threads that you might want to pull on. So it's, it's he's, perfect, He's not really. what he's saying is... Why is yeah. he it, it, work, it does totally work as its own self-contained thing, but it also does plant a lot of seeds for more things to sprout from it. So it's quite clever, really, what they've done, I think. Uh, yeah, I think once you've watched it all, I think we can see where the, the next films... You've got Spider-Man at Christmas and you've got Doctor Strange in March, I think. That's it. They're your two Marvel films next because we've all been COVID-arised. Uh, Miss Marvel as well is coming. But anyway, you've got Falcon and Winter Soldier in a couple of weeks on there, so that's coming. But I think I, I, think I can see where it's setting up this multiverse of madness. That's, um, that's yeah, Doctor it does Strange seem to see it's got, it's got its eye on some kind of bigger picture, on it? Definitely. Yeah. I've watched Ted Lasso. Good in it because yeah because I I haven't got in I think COVID is this third lockdown I don't know for for you two or the listeners or whatever I know you've escaped prison country Mark mm. but I'm finding it difficult to concentrate on anything in particular work's ramping up for some reason as it does every now and again work gets busy doesn't it and work quietens down so I can't I haven't got the time or inclination to sit and watch any films I just haven't got the patience to sit and watch one but Ted Lasso is something I can watch with a lad on two or three episodes uh, one or two episodes a night and then go to bed you know and it, I, I saw a lot of bad press about Ted Lasso because it's not said it's not funny it is I funny. think all these reviewers expected are, it is funny but I think they expected some like raucous laugh out loud comedy no it's and quite it's subtle not. isn't it it's quite yeah. it's like it's like um, it's like the being sat on a boat in a sunny day and just drifting along because he's this ultra for those who don't know he's an American football coach not even a high level American football coach and he comes over and tries football so initially you get all those funny jokes like he calls it quarters we only play halves you know all those things that you've heard of the, over the years Soccer M used to make a sketch of didn't they years ago we American football commentators it's gone over time all that so once they've got that for out of the he's from a comedy sketch isn't he he's from Saturday Night Live yeah, certainly. Like so once I've got that out of the way, um, it just turns into a really, uh, at the core of it, a, a story of a man who's lovely and absolutely positive about everything, even though he's going through his own troubles. And he's just, I think he's just a really well-formed comedy. Ca- he's like a, he's like David Brent, but without Softer. the yearning to be liked. Yeah, yeah. It, but so no, it's David like Brent, David Brent, but he's of, actually likable. That's the thing. Yes, yeah, <laughs> at the heart of David Brent, he just wanted to be, he, he wasn't, David Brent wasn't particularly mean, but he was, he just wanted to be liked. And that's what drove that. And you can see, stop it, stop digging these holes. And he wants to be liked because he is lovely. Yeah. The reason he's come over is the owner of a football club as. Uh, wants to destroy the football club because her husband has had an affair and they both owned it, or she's become the owner of it as a result of the separating. So she's got Ted Lasso in who's going to fail and take the club down and destroy the club, crash and burn everything, scorch the earth for her husband. And it doesn't kind of, well, 
no surprise, it don't kind of go that way because Ted Lasso's really lovely. But, but <laughs> it's just a really good TV show. It's it's anchored in it by amazing performances, not only from him. Juno Temple's really good. I don't know the name of the yeah. woman that plays the club owner, but she's fantastic. And then the team themselves and the supporting members of the team, like the grounds crew and everything, every character in it is really nice, well-rounded, well-written and well-performed yeah. characters. You know so it's just a joy to watch. I think it's great. Yeah, I think that I think it's been written as like the mean the, on paper it shouldn't work because the jokes are incredibly obvious mm. and I think that's where it comes from the cast make it so so the the angry aging midfielder is called Roy Kent. Yeah. <laughs> Not Keane. You know, and he's exactly, yeah, it's Roy yeah. Keane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the and the flash Manchester uh Mank, who only loves himself and wants to score goals all the time, it could be based on any Premiership forward really who loves himself. But all these cliches on paper because mm-hmm. that ain't gonna work. But, but it totally the, does, the, doesn't it? Yeah, the yeah the performances anchor and it's really good. And it's not about football either. I know we've talked to it's all about football, but it isn't. You can watch it as a non-football fan. I know you hate football, Matt. So yeah, I've got to say I hate football and I liked it. And Jen, actually, it's her go-to thing to watch if she just wants to kill a bit of time. If she's in a bad mood or something like that, now she just watches that. <laughs> because it's so life affirming, isn't it? Yeah, it's just like just you watch an episode, you go. It's impossible to feel unhappy watching Ted yeah. Lasso. <laughs> Why can't we all be like Ted? Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, I think it's a really good show. So it's probably one of the best ones Apple have done. And in terms of playing stuff, uh, after looking at my save file, I had eleven percent. I've gone back to start Ori on the Blind Forest from the start. Yes, good choice. Um, because. I just seem to do this lately with games. And I think it's COVID and everything. I just think the attention span's gone, so I'll dip into a game. I'd, I'd have done this, like I said, I'd have, done the, I'd, have, I'd have done the same with Zelda 2 had I not had some public accountability. Yeah, you really <laughs> have just, to do it. It's just difficult to concentrate on anything at the minute. But I'm really enjoying it. I've probably about halfway through, I think. I've got to where all the owls are, where you get that jump blast jump thing where you can... Oh, yeah, you're quite far then, yep. yeah. That's a bit of a yeah, game-changing so move. It is, it's good, isn't it? So you can get to unreachable, otherwise unreachable positions with that. Yeah, the problem so with that is I, I, I managed to get to an area that you should have only got to with that by by just relentlessly going, then I could get back. So there were massive fucking ages where I just ah, couldn't right. get back. <laughs> you broke the game a little bit, didn't you? Yeah. But it, 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 that is a life-affirming, wonderful-looking game as well. It's a Ted Lasso of games, isn't it? It's just uh, lovely. It's... It's good. Is you know, I, it's one of my favourites ever. That so I started playing it, and um, Kelly was sat watching me play at the stand at the start. When well, it's not very. It's a bit like the start up, isn't it? It gets you all upset. And Kelly was like, "What is this? Why is it so sad?" I'm not <laughs> crying. You're crying. Yeah, don't don't watch it with a seven year old girl. Yeah, I can imagine she might take that well, card. I mean, you've got to have a seven-year-old girl, so if you were watching it with a seven-year-old girl, then <laughs> the police would probably be involved. <laughs> How do you know? Yeah. <sighs> anyway, that's a bit of a recap, isn't it? So, should we look back on the games that were? If we must. This is the game. The game that we've been playing. Shall we start with our favourites and then our worst, or should we end on a high and start with our worst first? G- 
get those out of the way and cleanse our palates with joy at the end. I'm easy, but whatever you do think. That. Do that. Start with the yeah, worst. Let's do that. I'll tell you what yeah, my worst one was. Kage. Kage. I knew that was coming. <laughs> i got to put money on that. That See, was I wasn't the one that I hated that, I wasn't offended that much by it. It was Legend just incredibly Kage. shot. Okay. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Maybe it was timing and it were part of, maybe it were in that last lockdown. I can't remember why I hated it so much, but I fucking hated it. I hated how much it, it would have gypped me as a kid. The fact that it were comprised of three one minute sections or whatever. Um, and that each of those one minute sections weren't even that good. Um, I just really thought it were a gyp. I mean, I know it were an arcade conversion and it had to remain reasonably true to the arcade game, but I just absolutely despised it. Right. Yeah, I, I think, <laughs> in fairness, and that you, you would you were right in that it was short and you could fi- easily finish it, but you did get you could go through it four times, couldn't you? That, so fucking well, wasn't... I could stab myself in head four times. I <laughs> 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 still be stabbing myself in head. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I think, Mark. I think you've forgotten something. Go on. I think you've forgotten Hotaman no Chitai Tankan. Oh, yeah, Hotaman. I'm not as offended by Hotaman because that was just an incompetent piece of shit. But Legend of Kage was made by competent people that could have done something competent and chose not to. And that's what's offensive about it. Yeah, I get that. But they could have been up against a tight time frame. They could have been, you know, quick rush it to market, you know. Like cash in, which I guess is in, in itself, I suppose, is offensive. But technically, I mean, the thing is, better... can't can't have pissed me off as much because actually, it's kind of exited my memory. So it wasn't good enough for me to even remember it, and it wasn't bad enough for it still to be lodged in there and me to be hating it. Whereas well, my hatred that, for Kage stands. That is what you scored the lowest. You scored yeah. Hotman Naughty Titanic and one. Um, <laughs> And then Zippy Race got two, Mark. And then Legend of Kage got two as well. So, you know, it's... It's Hotaman Mochi Titankan. It's that bad, you can't even remember it. It doesn't even bring yeah, you to I've mind. erased it from my memory. Yeah. I can't even remember at least, it. At least Kage pissed you off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it for me. I think most of it was drivel, to be honest. And then I'll, I'll save my highlights for the highlights. Oh, okay. I didn't mind Legend of Kage. I thought it was um I thought it was alright. It was close to the arcade, weren't perfect. I scored it four, so just below average. I mm. thought you're quite right, it's too short. But Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what lets itself it lets itself down by its shortness. But visually it was quite good. The music was alright, I thought. Um but yeah, I think you think you you're right, Mark. It wasn't fantastic, but Hotaman no Chitai Tankan is hands down the worst one we played for me. It was just shock my memory and the diabolical. memory of the, the listener. It was the one it with was. the guy who looked like a little spaceman, but he had like. Um, I remember um, him. We had drills on his hand. Yeah, it was like, but I don't remember anything else about it. Like Boulder Dash, you had to go around and collect eggs and crystals and, and get. You had to find enough keys to get out of the level. Yeah. Was it keys? But sometimes there was walls that you couldn't go through and it didn't seem... There was no consistency in what was good or bad about it. And then the baddies would just pop up out of nowhere randomly. So I think you had a... Were you going to clock? Was there a timer on it? And then if you were trying to think about something, 
it just go boop 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 a, a baddie just spawn on you literally just appear on you and you couldn't avoid it it was just screenshot so many before bad we played it it looked design. a really good maze game so yes mm. maze games really good <laughs> maze game but it was it was like a bad uh, 8 bit it was like a bad Vic 20 game or something Oh, do you yeah, know what? Now, it was like Caves of Doom on the Amstrad, where you had a jetpack, which was like a jet, it was like going through. It was like jetpack combined with Scramble or something, Caves of Doom, which actually came with a level editor, so that was good. Uh, it was like that, but top down, and you walked around like Boulder Dash, and you drilled through the earth. You could go faster through certain bits of it. <laughs> Look at Mike's completely erased it from his mind. Yeah, that's how bad it was. That's why you've not claimed it to be the worst game you've played because, because I forgot you've had some it, kind of amnesia. I didn't have room in my brain for it. Yeah, drilling through the earth sounds boring, though. Hey, hey, like that one. Yeah. Well, that was our maybe. I mean, that was our eighth game. Ottoman, no Chitai Tankan. It was, and just to remind myself what it looked like, I've Googled Ottoman, no Chitai Tankan, gone to images, and then on the third row down, there's our Pixel Hunt podcast logo. Oh, is there? Fancy that. <laughs> there you go, then. <laughs> Maybe it's not all bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I might work in our favour. Yeah. I think for the most part, I think the bulk of the arcade conversions were a real disappointment, weren't they? Was there an arcade conversion other than Marble Madness? Was there an arcade conversion that was any good? I think there was only that Pac-Mania. one. Pac-Mania. Pac-Mania was, was all right. Yeah, yeah, conversion. that was all right, wasn't it? But yeah. And kicks. Ah, oh, that do you think that one. You can't really go wrong with kicks, can no, you? No, not really. Do you think that they're a disappointment now because we have such easy access to the arcade games and because things have moved on so far? I mean, back in the day, when they first came out, would they have been oh, as much of a disappointment? I think back so, in Back in know, the day... Yeah, I think you might be on there's, there's a podcast which, which I listen to, which sadly has just said the, the finishing called Arcade Perfect. And what they do is, it's worth listening back to, they're not continuing anymore, they've wrapped it up, the last episode. And they take a game and they play it on all the systems that you had an arcade conversion for mm-hmm. and then say which is the best and which is the worst and it's surprising i think the, the general consensus out of that is when you, you played it in the arcade by the time you got home and loaded it up it felt like arcade perfect didn't it it felt arcade perfect unless you had the extreme like outrun which was just like a pile of shit on most systems but most of them you're like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's arcade perfect. Everyone said it. It's yeah. arcade perfect. I don't, there was you nothing. I don't remember anything being arcade perfect or thinking anything was arcade perfect until right. things like Altered Beast, Golden Axe and Street Fighter on the on the SNES. I think up until that bit. point, they were always a disappointment. Mm. Well... That's good. You're you hard to please, then, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, it must be. But so yeah. your worst, then, from memory, Daniel, was Hot to Minor Ten, which no, ties think, in you know with this. It does tie in with my score, but I think I'm going to go to Onyanko Town. I don't think that was a worst game overall, but I found it more offensive. The music was terrible. It was just. Hot to Minor Titan was shit, but Onyanko Town was offensive. 
offensive right, to yeah. look at, offensive to play, offensive to listen to. It was just an assault, and I didn't want any part of it. <laughs> so I'm going to go on Yonkel Town. That's by the dickheads who did 1942 as well, isn't it? Mike Ronnie, oh, is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, in, his, in, his, <laughs> in his shed or that, something. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, a cat down, a, a top, again cat on Yanko Town. Cat down. Cat down. <laughs> yeah. On Yanko Town, top down New maze genre. game. Absolutely, I'm having that. Maze game. And then you play it, and it's Amazingly like walking bad. through trees. It's the most cats, yeah, by the very nature, was... are agile. This cat isn't. It had the promise. Kid is, but, uh, it did have promise. The child that you had to capture was hidden somewhere <laughs> in the map. Who knows it took you, where, it took yeah. you 25 minutes to find it. <laughs> you could never die. Yeah. There was no threat to your existence like in most games. It was just, 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 just badly your, put together. Just your actual human sanity. You mm. know how they say some actors make bad choices? Yeah. Uh, in films, you can see that they're making a choice in this performance. That game is a series of bad choices, <laughs> and it's still uh, got just to be released. I've just gone back to it on YouTube, and it's awful, it's awful, <laughs> awful. You know, when you have you ever put um, a Nintendo Switch cartridge in your mouth? Yeah, it's test. And you got like a thing on your tongue, tongue, and you go ah, ah, yeah. ah, and and that just sticks on your tongue for hours. That's so. That's so. That's, kids don't swallow it by all accounts. Apparently so. That's what that is. That's the <laughs> that's game equivalent that of that. <laughs> if I think back, I think we called it on Wanko Town. <laughs> that sounds something we would have thought. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, that's you know that that boxes them off nicely. <laughs> what about you, Saul? What was your worst? Right, well, I, I've looked at oh, our that scores. One that was his, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, no, that was his. That it, was it. I don't know, got two for the price of one. I I looked at the scores on pixelpodcast.com forward slash scores, and I I never went lower than a three, but I've got a whole bunch of threes that I could go at. But for me, uh, well, I, I gave Ottoman Nochitad Tankan a three. Idiot. Zippy Race got a three. which Moron. <laughs> Which is, we're comparing it to the rest of the table. That's a bit poor, I think. I think it's a little bit better than a three zippy race. I feel bad now. Chubby Cherub got a three, but again, yeah, I think we, when we three. set off on this journey, <laughs> we were like that. Chubby Cherub was the third game, so we're like, we're. I think Chubby Cherub's quite a decent game actually. It's more than a three, but I think we were still in it's the. Not. This is terrible. <laughs> and then we've no, seen no, worse. No, I don't, no, in his I company, don't, it, it was terrible. I I distinctly okay. remember. Reviewing, there were another review that I'd done from Espana with Chubby Cherub. I remember sat in a sweaty toilet in Spain doing that that podcast. <laughs> yeah, you were you were trapped in a toilet in it, in its own company in its among its peers. I think it's better than a three as a game on its own. It's Shite. it's still poor. Well, Icky is my least favourite. Icky, that was shit, wasn't it? That was Again, great concept, just poorly executed. So enemies appearing straight from the side of the screen, immediately killing you, Jet Set Willy style. Right, there was such a, a, if you'd have made your sprite a little bit, so I know the sprite's big on the arcade, but just scale everything down a bit for the home. Drop it down, make it a little faster, like Dino Ricky, that that size sprite. It could have worked because of the way that the enemies just spawned and they could immediately kill you with shurikens. And uh, again, we're back to the Edo, Edo period <laughs> Japan there, Mark, bringing it mm. back around to it. <laughs> <laughs> full um, 
they they just appeared from the side of the screen pretty much where you were because the scroll point was so bad and within a millisecond unleashed a shuriken and killed you yeah and it was really that's not skill that there was no skill there to avoid that kind of thing that's just like come on stop it you unfair like we've always said on this podcast don't mind a game being hard and then it's my fault what I don't like is unfairness which is what it, that, that kind of mechanics yeah it's just I'm going to throw that in a bin unfair <laughs> icky for me that's that's the the one of the that's a out of a bad bunch that's the baddest bad that's meaning bad the, not bad meaning good that, that's mm. the baddest bad like Michael Jackson <laughs> I am yeah. not sure which way that is <laughs> so I think my favourite was Eliminator Boat Jewel <laughs> I knew that was coming yeah. really yeah yeah okay. I, so I went before... back and it's like that was the one that I had the most fun with that is the only one that I went back and played after we'd finished the pod that is the you know that's the uh, that is the one out of all of them I, it's not the best game probably Nuts yeah, it's and not Milk. the one you scored the high yeah the Nuts highest. and Milk is probably the best game to be honest um, but the one that I spent the longest time playing and had the most fun with, if you go for it in that perspective, yeah. was definitely that game. It's got that same... I mean, I weren't the biggest fan of it, but again, mm. it was game number five in our NES journey, so mm. so maybe I was expecting better things and, and the randomizers mm. just, just give us a stiffing mm. every week. But I can see it's like going... You know how you can go back to say play micro machines on the mega drive yes or whatever platform you've got it's like that isn't it, it yeah it, it's got a two-player it's got that fun element like you say it's got that pick up and play element it's it, well, the, it the, was the, the, fun, the behind it was the boat fun. level did it for me I, I weren't a big fan of that behind the boat level yeah the buggy boy junior view yeah it wasn't yeah it wasn't yeah. great would it yeah um, but but yeah, uh, like say overall little snippets. Proper nineties as well, wasn't it? It was just Yay, little bro, snippets of joy. Get in my boat. Yeah, and you had them stupid caricatures of dickheads that you had to take on, all with their own ridiculous slogans, and um, you know chicks in bikinis. What's not to like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did they have? Uh, what did they hold up on that on that loading screen? Tag? We, we want a slow mo. Yeah, we, we want slow more. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Well, that's it, it, it was, was really close, close wasn't it? That because um, yeah. you had like that almost like a drag race to begin you with. Past the you had like time. a Mario Kart <laughs> style. If you could, if you could perfect it, <laughs> yeah, you got a slow more start, didn't you? you kind of a boost. You got a little boost, and then if you if you if you if you went over and it was uh, too close to call, that's when they did the we want slow mo in it. Yeah, um, yeah, race, I, yeah, I think that was like I say, might go me, back and play this. You know, it's on the NES collection on the Switch you know if yeah. you've got Switch Online on yeah, Nintendo yeah. Online it's in there yeah do it it's fun it's fun, right. yeah. it's fun. I enjoyed it. it it was it was fun um, and that scored pretty highly from me yeah, oh, I, I got a 7 you gave that an 8 yeah you yeah. Twat. like I said um, I, if you ask me what I think technically the best game is not some milk but yeah. I think that's the one I had the most fun with I think well I think as a complete game I think Euphoria was a was the yeah, pinnacle of what we've played but I think probably one of the standout ones for me was the second game that we played on this podcast or rather yeah the letter B Bloodyland 
I really enjoyed uh, it. Yeah, there was, was just good, something. Yeah, yeah but the thing is, you were fucking amazing. Yeah, I don't know. You two struggled with it to begin with. The penny dropped, didn't it, for you? When it clicked, all this is fun. This and chasing, chasing the dinosaur around the map and moving all the tiles. I really enjoyed it. Um, And it wasn't so much like it was fun, but it was almost a, a, um, almost a workout for the mind, but in a good way. Not just like doing a hard Sudoku, but it was just like something, ticking away the time, enjoying it, like a good crossword. Enjoyed it. Good. Yes, there's yeah. more. There's been more fun games. I think Eliminator Bloodjewel. I definitely probably had more fun with, but it's just something nice and relaxing about Bloody Land. I know it's. I know it's. Um, I do find it's, it relaxing. <laughs> I find it quite stressful. Yeah, I know too. it's a. It's a wider series, isn't it? Is it? It's Diablo backwards, and it's. Is it marbles you're moving on on the MSX or something like that? If I remember rightly, there's a whole history of this, and that's why it's bloodier land each one was different wasn't it each one was a different yeah Um, i'm getting confused with euphoria they were all different weren't they euphoria just had different characters they were a metroidvania but with different characters yeah but each swap between for your ability yeah but each episode in the series was a different type of game wasn't it right it was a similar thing oh in bloody oh in euphoria yeah as Mm. a yeah as a series across multiple platforms yeah but certainly with um bloodier land i don't think i've played I don't think I've come... As a fan of puzzlers, Columns, Tetris, Dr. Mario, all these Poyo Poyo, all these kind of cerebral games, I don't think I've come across something like Bloodier, where not only you're trying to solve... But you're trying to solve puzzles under pressure because the game's evolving in front of you, whereas Tetris doesn't evolve in front of you. It just gets faster. Um, Dr. Mario gets faster. You know, Poyo Poyo gets faster. This kind of... It, the the sands are shifting under you all the time with Bloody Land. It's quite a quite it's an quite interesting involved, isn't it? Pu- yeah, hmm. uh, it's basically the, there's a basis in, a, in an arcade game that I can't remember, and we must have said at the time it's something like tra- there's a train related arcade yeah. game which is very similar. You got to lay the tracks in front yeah. of the train hmm. by Konami, and it's escaping me. I could look on the internet, but I don't think I don't know what the internet is. Um, there was another actually. Sorry. Um, well, again, well, it's fresh in my noggin that evoked a similar kind of feeling when I played it to that, that Kickle Cubicle. That had a yes. similar kind of Kickle vibe Cubicle to it good. Yeah. for me. And I bounced off that one. I didn't, I didn't enjoy that one at all. Right. But yeah, to me, they, 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 in my brain, they, they're in the same sort of compartment, same kind of category in my head. The game's in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> what, did you, what do you think was the best soul? Well, I was going to go with Euphoria. And I thought about this at lunchtime today when I was on, on a run. And I thought, yeah, Euphoria was the best game, hands down. And it scored the highest. It's, it came top, 26.5 out of 30. 8.5 from me, 9 from you two. I thought, yes, absolutely. But there's no play, there's no replayability there, is it? Once you've done it, you've done it. Mm, yeah, but I guess. It still took a long time. I think it, it, you've got six or seven hours to go at which is quite it's quite good but um yeah we're gonna go for that but i think i had most fun because i managed to box this off as well and it was quite challenging in vice project doom oh, when i yeah, played yeah, it yeah. i looked at the screenshots before the randomizer gave us it uh, when the randomizer gave us it i looked at the screenshots and i thought oh, generic side scrolling platforming on the nes 
seen it all before but it's really good I know it's got that annoying bounce off enemies mechanic where it knocks you down a hole which Zelda 2 does <laughs> funnily enough as well yeah that, that's where I got stuck with it that let yeah. it down for me but it had a bonkers mind bending sci-fi alien invasion storyline it had loads of uh, it, it, have you played Cyber uh, Shadow on the Xbox at the minute no. which is like a modern uh, Shadow Ninja Gaiden um, type side-scrolling platformer where Metroidvania levelling up type thing in a 16-bit slash 8-bit style uh, and it's like that and it, it's just I just really enjoyed it I thought it was a proper throwback to what you should be getting out of these out of this system mm. and it really. had a story not many not many of the ones that we've played have yeah, actually I didn't know had what a tangible on. story I didn't yeah. have a clue or at least tried were they all aliens and one of them I can't remember now yeah there was but, some kind of alien substance that was being made as a drug that's right oh, and he was investigating it but he ended up he might have been a clone or something at the end I don't know it was why shat, don't you go on this is, crazy. it's another one that's on Nintendo Switch Online that's there yeah. as well it popped up not long after I don't, or maybe I just completely disregarded it as a generic side-scrolling platform, and then when we covered it, I'm like, "Oh, there it is!" On the no, I think I think online. I think um, Shigeru Miyamoto is uh, listening to this podcast and is he's it? thinking of what to add to the Switch Online. He did eliminate a boat duel. He's done Vice Project Doom. Um, he's going to add a load of Mega Drive games next. Well, he's from Yorkshire, Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> so is maybe he? he's yeah. Not sure he is. So quick then, last round table then. So, best game and worst game, Mark? Um, best game, favourite, you know, rather than say best game, I'm going to say favourite game and least favourite yeah, game yeah, rather yeah. than best game and worst game. So, favourite game was uh, Eliminator Boat Duel and least favourite game was Legend of Kage. Dandle. Favourite game was Bloody Land, least favourite was On Yanko Town. Yeah, least favourite was icky because it was icky <laughs> best, <laughs> best icky was yucky. Vice Project Doom mm. although shout out to Nuts and Milk that has got the longest type of long term fund for it and, gonna and say, had the yeah, real think, arcade feel to that yeah I think um, I think then so, it, like I say if you're coming on to the question of forget put my opinion to one side and my joy with the game what's the best game what's the worst game I think you're right Hotterman is probably the worst Dan and the best is probably Nuts and Milk I think yeah hmm. yeah Nuts and but, Milk and Euphoria I think are on a on a par for me different different genres different examples of, of good games in those genres let's let's let the listeners peek behind the curtain for a bit so before we did this podcast uh, we give ourselves it's the first podcast first podcast it's the first podcast that all three of us have been on together so we had a we had a dry run at it didn't we and we bought the first game uh, but we or rather I bought the first game for my Famicom but, and we played it we had to record that podcast twice mm. and both were not necessarily the quality was bad, but certainly the sound quality and it was a mess mm. and it was all over the place. A couple of dry runs. So we couldn't play that game a third time and talk about it. Again. Was, yeah, so we shelved that fresh. game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was Air Fortress or Aero Fortresso. And that was 
in the grand scheme of things, going looking at all these games, that's actually a pretty decent game. At the I, time, we thought it was incredibly average and it was pulled from old uh, it Vic-20. Is, but... It is incredibly average, but it has some good mechanisms. It's just that it doesn't... It, yeah. It's got, got some good ideas, it just doesn't execute them very well, unfortunately. And for, um, and for those and, listeners who don't know what it is, it's a side-scrolling shoot-em-up basically isn't it and then you turn into it and then you get off your side it starts as a R-type type type shoot him up and then he gets out of his ship and it goes to almost like a jetpacky type exploration-y area jetpack metroid Metroid, yeah Yeah. Um, and it just is there a third one there isn't, is there? There's just a boss fight there's just then then you finish with a yeah you finish with a boss fight you have to get to the centre of uh, and you, you have to get, get to the, the car, of the cave. blow the car up, and yeah. then escape. And, and escape quickly. Yeah. 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 Um, and then you do it again on a different planet. Those, yeah, yeah, those car mechanisms were all quite good. It's just all of it was executed a bit flatly. The the shoot 'em up bit was a bit shit. Um, the exploration bit was fucking dreadful. There was no real map or anything like that. It was all a bit confusing, and you're constantly having to float with your jetpack it were a mess but um it were interesting nonetheless it's it's just dawned on me there that although only the first section of, of air fortress was a shoot 'em up barring 1942 that was chosen totally at random on the same episode that sean happened to turn up we haven't really had a proper shooter throughout this whole thing dino ricky no well, Dino Ricky, yeah kind of is dino ricky is yeah, a vertical shooter vertical. that's, that's yeah. turned into a running yeah, it game is. isn't it it is yeah yeah, it's but, no but yeah, we've no never space. had what is traditionally a spaceship. Yeah. And no. considering the the amount that there is on this platform, that's it's ongoing, isn't it? Because you found one in particular. That I can't remember what letter it was that looked the Konami one. Yeah, it looked fucking yes. brilliant. Oh yeah, I remember that. It did yeah, look, it, it looked almost amazing. Like, it was almost like we an anime been, as well. We should it? have potentially done a bonus episode for that. In fact, maybe we ought to because it just looks <laughs> yeah. really good. I might do, stuff I might we should have played. <laughs> yeah, it looks like the one it, we should it, have played. It looks like yeah, this. This is the game. The game we should have played. played. Yeah, it's um, it yeah, it's by Konami. Name escapes me. Uh, come on, lads, get it together. It's called Crisis Force. It's right at the tail end of the NES. And apparently, they only manufactured it in Japan because they had to bundle lots of additional memory in the cartridge that were quite expensive to make, which is why it looks really like a SNES game. It's not far off a SNES game, is it? It It's not far off, no. No. But yeah, it looks really good. But we also had had another... But we also had another attempt to recording of uh, letter B yeah because what yeah. we've done and is we to cl- Batman to, Returns yeah to clarify this we'd done A and we'd messed it up so then we went oh for fuck's sake and we've already pulled B what we'll do is we'll do A and we'll do B again straight after it so we ended up doing an A and a B that never saw the light of day because we also fucked the second recording <laughs> <laughs> you really seen behind the curtain here <laughs> yeah. yeah which was Batman Returns on the NES yeah and that was that was alright again generic NES side-scrolling platformer but it was better than that because it's uh, was it Sunsoft yes I think so it was Konami wasn't it was it Konami let me have a look either way it was Konami I'm sure it was either way it that 
is an excellent side scroller, very close to the to the movie. And it, it dawned on me while Mike's having a look who made it was, I'm sure it was Konami. It dawned on me as well that we yeah, haven't played we haven't played any um Castlevanias. Because yeah. there's a few of them. So Ooh. I mean when C came out we had a good chance of pulling a Castlevania and we haven't played All right them. then. So as we as we come to the end of this brief end credits victory lap of an episode, what did you want to play? I wanted to play things that I had never heard of that I enjoyed playing. And I think oh, we well, got you've a achieved couple. that. Well, yeah. yeah, I think I think in fairness <laughs> we got a couple. Um, there wasn't anything in particular. Like I said, I've started playing Metroid, and um, yeah, it's been done. Um, I think I would have probably liked to have played Castlevania because I've never ever played the series apart from the one that you bought me for the Xbox. I think. So yeah, maybe that. I'm I'm with you. I actually wanted a Metroid or Castlevania to pop up because I really love Metroidvania games, and I've never played either the original Castlevania or the original Metroid. So I was kind of hoping one of them would pop up so that I could see the origins of a genre that I really really love. Uh, but it mm. didn't happen. So I'm still holding out hope that that'll happen on the SNES because, like I say, I, I can't remember what the first one of those type I played was. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Mega Drive. Yeah, fucking hell. Well, there is a Castlevania on the Mega Drive. Is there? But about you? Yeah. Um, I wanted a Mega Man. Oh yeah, I thought you were going to say Final Fantasy. Then I was about to get angry. No, I've I've been working my way back to you, babe. I've been working through <laughs> Final Fantasy games, and I'm up to five at the minute. Why? <laughs> Mega Man. There's enough to go at, and I like a challenging platformer. That's that's. Uh, yeah, really. I thought with the amount of M's that they're in, mm. do they do they not suffer from the, them all kind of being the same? I, I've I've never really played them. Well, I've they've played. all got their own tropes where um, you've got a selection of levels to go out from the start, and when you beat Woodman, you get a certain power up, and when you mm. beat Fireman, you get a certain power up, and then so it's whichever do you go for first, which will then make the other levels easier but yeah they're all roughly same but they're mm. all they're all precise platformers again that it's are not those, unfair yeah where you do die it's about how good you are yeah mm. I've got Mega Man 2 I think in the loft it's a perfect platforming personified and I wanted to to hit one of those but never mind I think that's it as a as a informal recap of World 1 stage 1 to 27 I think it's about it really isn't it it's just nice to look back or maybe not on the games that, that it's nice to and, close um, the door on it <laughs> it's nice to close yeah, the door I know on you, it, you are burnt out aren't you you're nice mm. burnt out you easily burn out on it Mark I know you, you, you're happy to see the back of it but I think you have to acknowledge you have to recognise not that you didn't already recognise how important that console is and how much it's done for the games that you love oh, yeah. and without yeah. this your gaming um, outlook would be massively different yeah of course it, it, would. just wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't, wouldn't exist and also I think it's you know thanks to everyone who's listened and come along with us oh, yeah, that for the thousands of downloads that we've had which is nice I'd like to thank you all that. individually thank you yeah, so starting at <laughs> eight, Mark. <laughs> it's nice to it's nice to we're entertaining we're entertaining somebody. We must be ourselves. Each other. Or is it the yeah. is it the podcast yeah. 
equivalent of pointing and laughing. <laughs> Maybe. Ah, look at these three idiots. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, I know. You know, that's it, really, isn't it? That thanks, thanks for coming along. And I think we can all collectively say, I personally, anyway, I think we're all looking forward to going into playing Mega Drive. I very definitely yeah. am. I very, very, very definitely am. Yes. I'm looking forward to super more meaty games, I think. Yes. Yeah. The next platform with a wonderful sound chip, 16-bit graphics. Bring it on. Yeah. This is where everyone, all SNES owners are going, we had a better sound chip. We had a better sound chip. Don't be talking about it. The book, if, if you are saying that, no one gives a fuck what you think. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, if you have you two got anything to say? That's my thoughts on World One. Um, I, what well, I'd, I'd like to mention the randomizer. I'd like to give the randomizer a shout out. I think on the whole, we've got pretty terrible games, but it's found a couple of gems. But um, do you think it's reflective of the? the console's um, catalogue. Do you think generally probably a third of it was decent and two thirds were a waste of time? Yeah, I, I, think, I it, think it can only be indicative of, think of what was got, on there because it was an honest spurge of stuff that I, spaffed random, us in yeah. the face, wasn't it? I'd hmm. say 50 to 40% of the games that we played, if you owned them, you'd be happy with. So Euphoria, Nuts and Milk, Vice Project 2, Marble Madness, Pat Mania, Kickle Cubicle, Goonies, You Maze, Eliminator hmm. Virtual, Blodia, that Jaja Maru no Dabuka, it starts to get a bit ropey, Dordor, Kicks, Fazanadu. You know, so there's, yeah, there's there was, there was some more right stuff in there. Yeah. And I think if, as well, if you rewind, if you rewind time and didn't have the modern ones to look at, then even faster. Yeah, I stopped to, I stopped Sorry, Dan, go on. Door, door, door. I, I like I door, door. I can't hear someone speaking with a strong Northern Irish accent without door, hearing door. you going, door, door. Door, door. <laughs> I asked for a door and I got a Door, 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 door. I remember that one as well because I were in Holland and I were on about it calling it haw haw where we were going around haw houses. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think the the randomizing the randomized process I think it's actually worked pretty well for this for this first series and I'm on looking balance. forward to seeing yeah I'm looking forward to seeing what the Mega Drive shows up and sometimes it's fun playing shit just go yeah. look and how the thing terrible is, it was, this is it, it was good for me playing it because you two had an S I didn't you know so it was, a, it was a console that completely skipped me by other than the odd like play on someone else's every now and then or in boots so it was nice to dig a bit deeper into it but I'm glad I've done with it I don't think mm. I'll go back to it <laughs> yeah yeah That's I think what I'm going to do because I've invested in this haven't I I've got myself an, a Famicom and an RGB modded it and I think I'm going to loop back around and get some of these good games but unfortunately predictably some of these good games are like 100 150 quid mm. it's like come on so I think I'll probably not that invested in emulate those I'll just get a flash cart <laughs> or that or Famicom that. Everdrive yeah but I, I, I'm going to try and pick up some boxed ones just for my collectability my collector mm. to, to scratch that itch when the, uh, but, when the when the retro game first come back to town when we're allowed to go and mix with other humans yeah <laughs> imagine that it, just talking about that finally we will wrap Ooh. it up in a second but 
it's that long ago well. revival when we went to that last revival that was probably the last event i think lockdown came about a week or two after that yeah it did. because it was all the hand washing everything and no social distancing you know before that, we'd not even heard of social distancing we're not even no face masks you know people yeah. was it's how, how things have changed in a year and now we're on to mega drive thank you listeners for joining yeah. us on this uh, wonderful journey and i hope you'll stick around for what is arguably at least in the uk is probably regarded as more popular i certainly i certainly had a mega drive i enjoyed I, that's i've got stronger memories of the mega drive than i have of the snes I, despite having both I have stronger memories of the Mega Drive but just because I played on Souls a lot yeah yeah why the Mega Drive and the SNES uh, but as we didn't have any we didn't have much money we were only 89 90 or whatever only 13 14 you weren't buying games like we, we didn't have the disposable incomes that we do now as adults so didn't, I didn't play a lot so mm. yeah thanks to everyone who's joined us on this journey through World 1 and I hope that you'll come along with us for World 2 Mega Drive. And come we'll join us. probably say every week, <laughs> Sega, Come follow me, come follow me. Sega. And it's in the game. That popped up on that first as well, didn't it? It's in the game. It is, yeah. Uh, well, I guess we've been Pixel Podcast playing the NES games this so you'd have to and all that. Yeah. Playing the NES games so, so you don't have to. <laughs> if you want to reach out to us, you can get us at the website www.pixelhuntpodcast.com. Grab us on Twitter or follow us on Twitch at pixelhuntpod. Email on howdo at pixelhuntpodcast.com. Or just open your front door and shout. <laughs> Put out the bat signal. <laughs> yeah. We've been Pixel Hunt Podcast. Play the games, Play the games so you're so you don't have to. Have to.